Hey everyone, welcome back to On Stage, Off Stage. I'm your host, George Sapio, and this is episode number 145, September of 2021. This month, we are presenting the next in our series of plays featuring roles for women over 50. This month, we are proud to present Turtle House by Jocelyn Handy. The roles are three sisters. Pat, the youngest sister, is a woman in her mid to late 60s. She is played by E. Johnson. Wendy, the middle sister, is a woman in her late 60s, early 70s, played by Kristen Sad. And Shelley, the oldest sister, in her early 70s, is played by Sue Pearlgut. The setting is the Outer Banks of North Carolina, the living room of a very old beach house full of worn, comfy furniture. This has been a rental property for many, many years. There's a strong, general, beachy kind of decor, with turtle accents here and there. At the rise of the action, we see two of the sisters, Wendy and Pat, standing in the living room. Wendy's phone buzzes. She checks her messages, looks annoyed. Shelly says she'll be here soon. What soon? I don't know. Is mom with her? Yep. Picked her up in Raleigh this morning. I thought we were all getting here at noon. It is what it is. I hate that saying. Sorry, I'm in a weird mood. It's weird being back here. It really is. I'm shocked it's still standing. I couldn't believe it when I called the rental agency. Well, a house with a giant turtle statue out front. <laughs> pretty memorable, I guess. You'd think that it got rid of it after 50 years. Why? Makes it easy for people to find. That's true. Still. Ten bucks Shelly calls in an hour saying she can't find it. <laughs> Should we claim the good bedrooms now, then? You want the green one or mom and dad's? Green one. Okay. Guess I'm in mom and dad's then. Guess so. Unless you want to be down here instead. It feels strange to be in their room. Well, then sleep down here in our room. The bunk beds are gone. Now it's just a queen. Hmm. Or Eddie's room is pretty much the same. Different bed and everything, but same place. Hmm. He would have liked being back here. You think? He always hated leaving. Didn't we all? But he really hated it. Hated going back to real life. Remember how he just disappear all day, come back all sandy and smelling like cooking grease? <laughs> Right, from that old Shake Shack. What's there now? A Walgreens? He'd hang around all afternoon, hoping one of those burger bays would give him a second look. I think a few of them did. Oh, I know. Especially that last summer. He was so handsome. I remember I'd go there and the girls would give me extra fries because I was Eddie Englert's little sister. One of the girls knew him from school, too. Remember that? That girl from Greensboro. Dolly, that's right. You know, I saw her back at school once. Really? She asked after Eddie, and I had to tell her. Oh. She about near broke down right there in front of me. I think they had something. Poor thing. I didn't know what to do. Hug her? Leave? What did you do? I forget. 
Was it weird going back after? Not as much as you'd think. I mean, we never had classes together or anything. We just see each other on campus sometimes and wave. He always had his own friends and so did I. Still, must have been nice just knowing he was there. It was. And after, I just kept expecting to run into him. I'd be walking along and there'd be some guy who looked like Eddie. And for just a second, I'd think, oh. And then I'd remember. I still do that sometimes. Really? Well, not like that. But I, I see a man our age and he's got Eddie's eyes, or Eddie's smile. And I wonder if that's what he'd look like now. And I let myself pretend for a moment. Such a goddamn waste. Pat. Well, it was. I know you don't think so, but it was. It really was. He barely got to live. I don't want to discuss this. Not today. I don't know how you do that. Do what? Put it all in a box. For me, it just bleeds out everywhere. Even now, especially today, being here. I miss him too, but he died a hero. He died a sacrifice. I'm proud of him. I never said I wasn't. But sometimes I think that just because you married someone who came home. No, that's not fair. Well, he did. Yeah, he did. Frank got lucky and Eddie didn't. I miss him too, Pat. I know. But what I don't know is how you're not still angry about it. How are you just okay with it? I'm not okay with it. Well, accepting then. Life is hard. Life is unfair. You have to accept that. No, you accept that. Some things are just wrong. It doesn't mean you forget. I just don't know how you do it. Hello, Pat, Wendy, up here. I'm, I'm sorry. Being here is bringing up all these things. Well, we'll do this with mom and Shelly and then we never have to come here again. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know I'm late. Man alive, it's hot out there. But whew, it's like I just went back in time. Oh, boy. There are ghosts here. Can you feel that? Shoot. When were we all here last? Well, it's been a while. And that turtle statue is still out front. I said the same thing. Is mom here? She's in the car. All righty. So... Should we do it then? What now? Are we waiting for anyone else? I just thought, oh, okay, sure. Let's do it now. I'll go get mom. You okay? Yeah. You? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Look at that sunset. You forget how gorgeous they are here. Okay, 
here she is. Well, huh? I know it's so small, plain. It's what she wanted, picked it out herself. It's very her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for everything you did for her these last few months, Shell. I'm sorry I couldn't be there more. Me too. You came when you could. She loved the flowers. Good. So, should we go down to the beach? Is that what you wanted? She just said the turtle house. Huh. Why here? Who knows? Took me a minute to even figure out what she was saying. I can't believe she remembered this place. I know. Just being here is so bizarre. Every summer for years and years, and then? Well, we all got busy. I got married. Right. And then with Dad's health. It was the last place we were all together. What? That last summer. Eddie was drafted in September. Oh. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. And now it's... Just us. Just us girls, back here again. Together. Together. Well, us and mom, shall we? To the beach? No. No? Uh, she said the turtle house. So let's leave her here. She did, but... Let's leave her by the statue. The statue? <laughs> it's been here this long. Who's to say I won't be here forever? To the statue, then. To the statue. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll call the rental agency, see if they'd sell this place. Are you serious? Might be nice to come back sometime. That was the play Turtle House by Jocelyn Handy. The roles were played by E. Johnson, Kristen Sad, and Sue Pearlgut. We spoke with Jocelyn Handy about this lovely play and her other work. So, all right, let's start by talking about this absolutely wonderful play of yours, Turtle House. It's, Thank uh, you. As soon as I read it, I was like, okay, we've got to do this. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you so, liked it. Where did this come from, and when did you write this? Um, I wrote this after after seeing the prompt, actually. It was, um, I have three girls, and they're okay. just, it popped into my head. What, well, you know, three sisters, mm -hmm. and a reunion of some sort, and why are they getting back together, and... I knew it had to be something big, and I loved the idea of them meeting at a vacation home that they had gone to as children. Yeah. And I just kind of let the story take me from there. I didn't I didn't really know that it was going to be about Eddie and about their feelings until I started writing and then I went back and and revised it a bit. Um but I just I love the idea of sisters and I love the idea that whether you're seven or 70 yeah. there's this 
innate comfort because these are people you grew up with and you have the shorthand and you can say things without explaining yourself fully. And um, I love mm -hmm. the idea of taking them back to someplace they were very comfortable with, but also a little uncomfortable because they hadn't been there in so long. Yeah, I mean, I, I could practically see that house. Yeah. I think everyone has, well, not everybody, everyone has a house they went to as kids that they can remember, you know, the the weird carpet or the yeah. striped lamp or something that... A giant turtle. Yeah. <laughs> so you wrote this after you saw the uh, the call for place for roles for women over 50. Yes. Yes, I did. That's incredible. Normally we get stuff that people have, you know, already had somewhere in their library. Um, so that's incredible. How long did it take you to write this? Um... Please don't tell me 12 minutes because I'm going to get so jealous. Not 12 minutes. No, I'd say a, a week or so, maybe. That's pretty good. I kept coming back to it. Um, okay. Yeah. Did you? I, I, I had fun with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I can tell you had fun with this. The chemistry was good. Uh, and you could tell they'd been sisters for a very long time. Yeah. Do you ever base characters on folks you already know um i ask because the dynamics in this are so good thank you that you know sometimes when i write i take bits and pieces from relationships for people that i know uh, which i'll never admit to on the air so whatever um yeah i think i think i mean um i've known a, a lot of a lot of these women pieces of them um I went to school at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and that's mm -hmm. what took me to North Carolina. One of my um, very dearest friends has a house out on the sound of North Carolina. And um, I don't know exactly what made me wanna, wanna set it out at the beach, but maybe it cause it was winter and it was cold outside and I'm yeah. from Maine. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice to be at a beach house right now? Mm -hmm. um, so are you on the coast in Maine? I've known for sure, yeah. Yeah. So are you on the coast in Maine? We are, yep. Okay. We're right up the right up the coast from Portland. So all right, so that makes perfect sense. It's winter coasts are, are one of my favorite things to do. Anybody it, can go to the beach in summer, but yeah. <laughs> appreciating it in the winter, that's that's special. Yeah, we love going to the beach in the winter. Just yeah. everything's frozen and you go down there and the sand is still there and Mm -hmm. Run around and we're all bundled up, but it's it's still the ocean, you know. It's still yeah. vast. And oh, it's in, and the ocean just never stops. It's it's one of my favorite places in the whole world. And you got the beach pretty much all to yourself because <laughs> nobody else is crazy enough to go out there. And, and yeah, when it's 20, 20 degrees out, nobody's really ah! in Maine. That's practically summer in the winter. <laughs> so, so you've been involved with uh, theater for a while. You're um, how how long have you been playwriting? Um, I'd say I delved into it, dabbled in it in college. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been acting for a really long time. I've always loved plays. Yeah. I love reading plays. Um, I just think there's something so interesting and special about telling a whole story through dialogue and mm -hmm. getting to know who people are by the way they talk, by the words they say, yeah. by what they don't say. Um, and then, uh, in terms of 
plays being produced. Um, my first one was three years ago when I wrote a show called Stroll Haunted Yarmouth. Uh, okay. Most of it had help. Um, and it's a historical show that my theater, Royal River Community Players, um, it's not my theater, I'm on the board there. Right. Um, we collaborate with the Yarmouth History Center here in Yarmouth, Maine, and they give us the research. Yeah. And then we write these little vignettes based on real people who lived here. Mm -hmm. And they've got all sorts of fascinating stories and facts, um, ships captains who sailed all over the world and they still have, you know, his original letters. And then he died in Cardiff, Wales. And so they mailed him home in a barrel of rum kind of stories, which are okay. just incredible. Um, so we, we do this show in the Hillside Cemetery here in town. And um, so I've written that show three years now, um, but in terms of a full length play, I haven't quite gotten there yet. <laughs> that sounds great though. I, it's, I love ghost stories. I'm a sucker for ghost stories and I'm a sucker for haunted tours. Um, got a favorite character from that tour? Ah. Yeah. I can't pick one. Honestly, they're all so mm -hmm. interesting. We had one last year that was really neat. Um, a woman named Susan Bisbee who raised silkworms in her attic here in Yarmouth to okay. sell to the fine ladies of New England. And she would feed them mulberry leaves and wait the 40 days it took them to grow and mature and then build little scaffolds for them. And then she'd harvest them. And they have all this great research from her daughter who grew up helping her mom and, and wrote all about it. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. Silkworms in an attic. I mean, who would have in thought of that? In Maine. In Maine, too. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you, yeah. Mm. So you've been on Yarmouth uh, Royal River Community Players. Mm -hmm. uh, you've been on the board for, what did you tell me, five years now? And you're uh, president at this years. point? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So being president during probably one of the toughest episodes uh, in modern times for theater, the, the pandemic, of course, yes. everybody talks about the pandemic. And that's all we're talking about anymore is the pandemic. Um, like I said before, keeping a theater afloat in the best of times is a Herculean job. How did you guys, did you guys manage to keep it together during this? Yeah. Um, well, we, we adapted. Um, so we, we decided, you know, we, we were in the middle of a show like everyone else mm -hmm. <laughs> when we closed down in March. And then we sort of took a couple months to regroup. And then we decided that, you know what, we're a community theater. We are here for the community. And as long as people wanted to create theater, we were going to be right there for them. So we did a Zoom show that was written to be performed online. We did um, we did Stroll Haunted Yarmouth again, only we mm -hmm. filmed it. And we were really specific and intentional in our casting. Um, we, we wrote monologues instead of big group scenes, or we mm -hmm. cast people from the same household. And we made it work. And then we did a radio show. And then we did an online cabaret where people sang and played music and read poetry from their homes. Um, 
We did a, a storytelling show online, uh, all original stories. And now we're about to, in two weeks, open our last show of the season, which is a musical. We're doing Free to Be You and Me based okay. on a, a 1972 album by Marlo Thomas. And sure, Frank. yeah. I'm old and enough that, to remember we that. Also, uh-huh. I'm old enough to remember that. <laughs> Well, it, it's been great. You know, we, um, we rehearsed it online and then we started doing a few in-person rehearsals mm -hmm. and then we filmed it outside and in our playhouse. And then we, um, we cast people from the same house or we had fully vaccinated adults or we wore masks. Um, we made it, we followed all CDC guidelines. We've got fun, colorful seventies colored masks and we just made it work. That's amazing. That is so cool. It so is. <laughs> you guys didn't slow down at all. We just kept right if, on going. If anything, we sped up. It was kind of a whirlwind year. We actually yeah. we did more shows this year than we've done. Uh, we're we're fairly new. We're only we're only five years old, and right. we've done more shows this year than any other year. That's incredible. That's because a lot of the people I speak to are they keep going somehow. And they've been trying to figure out how to keep going now that a lot of people are doing Zoom. And Zoom is, is the new theater. So let me ask you this. When the pandemic subsides and people are vaxxed and we don't have to worry about mutations and, and all that sort of thing, basically people can start getting back together okay, with you know, physical proximity and the theaters reopen. What do you think you've learned about producing theater or directing theater or acting in theater during this period that you can bring to, I guess, the resurgence of theater again? Have you thought about that? Yeah, we have thought about that. Um, for us, we're a multi-generational theater, which means we intentionally pick shows that have true adult and true child parts. Mm -hmm. um, our last big show was Narnia. So, you know, you have the four children, but then you also have the white witch and the lion who are, you know, so it's adult and child. Um, yeah. And we try not to do things um, where the children are background, like like the music man or something. Not that I sure. don't love the music man. Um, but the intentional casting with people from the same household has been great. It allowed people to rehearse at home um and practice outside of the theater i think zoom was it was great in some ways we got a lot of new people people who weren't familiar with us um who maybe wanted to take a chance because we were the only people doing anything and they came and and um that's been great so maybe we'll keep some rehearsals at zoom if you don't want to drive down an hour maybe you can zoom into rehearsals and then you know eventually join us in person when it gets closer to the show date especially in yeah. winter in maine that was fantastic. We didn't have to break for snow. We didn't have to account for weather. Um, yeah. But I think it also taught us that a lot is lost. I mean, the magic of theater is being together and creating something in person. And I think yeah. that everyone's so eager to get back to that. And I mean, even being in our playhouse, everyone fully masked up. It didn't it didn't dampen any of the enthusiasm to be back in person just doing something together at last yeah so i think that's that's taught us that 
that that really is the magic of theater. That's where it lies is, is that live performance and that live element and that mm -hmm. connectivity that, that really only comes from being together. So I think the rehearsal, the zoom rehearsal process taught mm -hmm. us a lot and maybe gave us some great tools to work with, especially in winter or with people who are further away. But, um, yeah, we can't wait to get back to live theater. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. The people talk about the magic of theater and yeah, the audience walks in and, and they're transported to a place. Okay. Uh, but it's the actors, it's the techies, it's the folks in the theater who for a short period of time become a family. And they become this particular family. They become the Music Man family, or you know, they, they become the Narnia family. And it's a special thing because over how many weeks you develop this unique bond with everybody else. And it's one of the most fulfilling things in the world. And unless you've actually been in a production company, you can only guess at how special that's going to be. So. Yeah, I wish you guys the best of luck. You've kept going. You've thank you. Not, you've sped, like you said, you sped up. You just you just didn't wait for it for something to happen. You went ahead and did it, and that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. I, I, my heartiest congratulations to you and everybody involved with uh, Royal River Community Players, Jocelyn Handy. This has been a really lovely conversation, and thank you. I've really enjoyed meeting you. And thank you so much for Turtle House. That was such a fun play. We had such a great time doing it. Well, I'm so glad I had fun writing it. And thank you for having me. And you're very welcome. Hey, kids, thanks for listening to On Stage, Off Stage. On Stage, Off Stage is produced monthly, and all of our shows can be found at onstageoffstage.org and also on iTunes and Spotify. If you enjoy what we do, please recommend us to your friends. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at OnOffStage. And if you are a theater artist with an upcoming project of interest or know of someone in the theater who'd make some seriously good chat, by all means, send us a note at info at onstageoffstage.org. I'm George Sapio. Thank you once again for listening. And please, stay safe, be careful, not only for yourself, but for those with whom we all share this rock. And as always, happy theatering to all of you. <laughs>